0: to another episode of Digitally Discarded. Today I'm talking with author Caroline Nadine Helsig who has written a beautiful and touching story, maybe more of a love note about her mother, her family, and the bonds that grew out of this journey. Caroline, thank you for being here, really appreciate it. And I gotta say, I really enjoyed reading the story. I'm so glad. Um, it It was a really pleasant surprise. um but one thing is is your your mom lived many lives and tried to certainly grab the most out of them and teaching you along the way um your mom lee or or lisa as she was known later in life grew up in a time when it was very challenging for a young woman can can you give us a little taste of what your mom's life was like
1: yeah um So I I feel like she was. um, uh, Well, she was born first during the Great Depression, Um, but uh, she—I have to say she—she lived her life um, kind of in a fantasy world, if you will. And I don't know. Some things had happened to her. Uh, She lost her father. You know. You know some tyrannic things, but um, I think for her, in order to to deal with that from a very young age, she kind of escaped into this fantasy world, if you will, of movie stars and glamor and all of that. And so in an era where, uh, you know, maybe the leave it to beaver or, um, you know, Doris Day type perfect housewife um, was the norm. She definitely bucked that system. She was um, not your typical, housewife uh, during the, the, you know, the 60s, fifty you know, any of that. She was uh, definitely her own woman.
0: <laughs> Which I guess is uh, how you came to the
1: title of the book, Unapologetic? Yes. Yeah. She lived her life unapologetically herself at all times, <laughs> whether good or bad, but yeah. And, and when I say, you know, she taught me um, things, she, you know, was... You know, she, she, she wasn't the person that would, you know, she didn't teach me how to to cook or, you know, make the perfect, you know, hospital bed corner, you know, the clean or any of that. She was very much um, someone who taught by just doing. And, you know, I learned by observing and um, through her, I um, (laughs) learned to just be confident myself, um, to follow my bliss. You know, I mean, she, she always did that. So I admire her a lot for that. She was the master of life lessons.
0: Which is, you know, again, I think I I grew up in a home with a a single mom and uh, who worked, which again, was probably similar age to your mom. And it Mm -hmm. was very unusual. Mm -hmm. And the social network, I grew up in a small town, wasn't there because, you know, she wasn't part of a couple and Mm -hmm. a single woman was... Sometimes threatening to yeah. to to a group, but you know she still kind of forged her way, as you say. And I, I felt it reading the book very unapologetically. And she was just going to continue to be curious and learn. And I mean, it was an inspiring story. Although I, I wonder, as a child, um, how was it for you? Uh,
1: well, as a child, I think you want your family members to be like, you know, everyone else, <laughs> you know, you're, you you want your mother to be like your friend's mother, or, you know, and, and there's a part of you that recognizes that, you know, she's different. <laughs> uh, and I think as you get older, you, you definitely appreciate that so much more. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's not like she went to the PTA or baked those cookies or <laughs> any of that. Um, but she was a lot of fun to be around. And um, I mean, she's such a beautiful, um, sweet person. I mean, people gravitated toward her. Um, And I was definitely my brother and I were definitely her shadows. She took us everywhere. So she was very hands on in that way. um, By just, you know, always having us with her.
0: (laughs) Well, I I have to say it. And again, you're going to have to read the book to kind of find out more about the people that she was hanging out with. But um, (laughs) there are some big names and I would have loved to have attended some of those parties.
1: And- A fly on the wall, I always say.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, or or an olive in the martini. (laughs) Um, You know, and I was thinking about this and reading the book. And again, reading a book these days is kind of old school, I guess. But, (laughs) you know, social media back in the day there was social media, but it was in the form of tabloids and magazines with you know kind of the odd you know um, uh, variety show i guess mm-hmm. and i i guess i'm'm I'm, I was thinking about how that world would actually play out in the world today and and wondering if you had any thoughts on that
1: yeah um so you know, speaking about celebrities um, in that era versus now or technology in that era versus now, um, I think a lot of, um, you know, celebrities in that era were, um, they had a narrative um, dictated by the movie studios for them. Um, And I think now, you know, celebrities, people, influencers, whatever you wanna call it, you know, people in the public eye have a lot more autonomy and uh, can use their platform in a way to further their own, um, you know, say if they, they're interested in certain social causes or whatnot, and they, they have a lot more control, I think, if you will. Um, and um, with regards to technology um, in that era, you know, um, I can talk about now, everything seems to be uh, a lot quicker, a lot easier, a lot faster. You know, if somebody spots somebody, um, they they can instantly take a picture with their iPhone or a video with their iPhone and, and upload it immediately to whatever, you know, wherever, social media, for example. Um, then, you know, is a lot more of a process, a slower, uh, you know, uh, there was a select few who were either uh, invited or, or or knew about um, an event? Let's say, for example, um, that uh, you know they had a camera and they they took the pictures. They they uh, they developed it in a dark room, and, you know, um, and and then they they sent a hard copy to the, the publishing house. So there's a, a difference in that aspect there. But you're right. I mean, there's there's still um, media there was still media and it just came in the form of tabloids or you know n- n- and, and I think your, your
0: mom worked worked alongside I think the the person yeah. who, who was <laughs> I I think probably the the, the leader of all he, of this
1: yeah I mean it, she it definitely well it's funny that you say worked yeah she she was friends with Ron Galela who was the um original paparazzi honestly um and they were like the Bonnie and Clyde of uh, crashing parties together. I like to think they, uh he would find out about these movie premieres in, in New York City, and she would go with them with him and, you know, hide his camera under the table while, you know, you know, then sit next to Frank Sinatra. And, you know, I mean, she, she, she was at the parties with Ava Gardner and Charlie Chaplin and all these people. And she just walked in like she owned the place, you know? And <laughs> I think they kind of like, she definitely helped him get in. Um, and then he would do his own thing and, you know, then sell his pictures to the Tabloids <laughs> after. And he became very well known um, later. Yeah, quite later. And Andy Warhol said that he was uh, his favorite photographer. So he was, yeah, his, his photographs are, are everywhere now. He's the one that made uh, Jackie, uh kennedy uh the the that photo of her walking across the street the black and white shot with her wearing the the striped t-shirt and her hair in her face she made that that picture famous but he he was also um a thorn in a lot of celebs you know um side like he got his teeth punched out by brando and like <laughs> he wasn't necessarily liked because he was incessant with his like search of these these celebrities but that was his life yeah and and,
0: and your mom was kind of a part of it. She had a front row seat to a lot of this.
1: Yeah, she did. In fact, she was written up in the New York Post. Um, I think the the uh article went something like we have a new party crasher on the scene. They uh they name they call her Harlow, and she gets in merely by outdressing the other female guests or something, you know, crazy cute like that. But yeah, she was uh she was uh, definitely um, beautiful uh, uh, and, and, and confident and yeah.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, how, how would you hear of these stories? Would she tell them to you? Did you find a lot of it in your research?
1: Yeah, uh, so growing up, I, I had heard these stories and it's interesting that you say that because um, after she had passed, you know, and in, in cleaning up her things, um, I came across, uh, you know, a lot of the, let's so I kept was like proof, you know, when you have stories, it's very wispy. But then when you find the actual tangible, let's say, um, programs, you know, like we can talk about the 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 parties that she'd crashed with, with Ron Galila. Um, I, I came across the programs and and you know and the and this and the seating charts were you know I mean everyone who was anyone you know Elizabeth Taylor, I mean everyone was there. And I and then just to sit and imagine my like, goodness, like, you know, what table did she sit next to or sit at and who did she sit next to and and it just was like it just became more real. So I had the stories and then I had sort of the tangible aspects um, that helped me to, to confirm that it was all true.
0: (laughs) And when she was, you know, going, I don't know if this is an appropriate question, but I am curious when during this period, how how old was she?
1: She was, uh, I, she was in her early, she was in her twenties, I believe late teens or early twenties. Yeah. Young. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Young, yeah, yeah. like yeah. yesterday. Um, well, I certainly wasn't, wasn't doing that in, in my teens. <laughs> I, I but, you know, she grew up in New York City, and then you, the family moved to Hawaii, another, like, exotic yeah. island.
1: Yeah, so my parents met in New York City, um, and then I say they migrated west, so they, they moved out to Arizona, where my brother was born, and then my father accepted a position on Hawaii that he thought would just, you know, last, I don't know, a year or two, it'll be fun, they're newlyweds, you know, and it uh, turned out they were there for about 36 or seven years, so that's where I was born. Um, so you're yeah. a native Hawaiian? I, I am, yes, a native of Hawaii. <laughs> Very
0: cool, very cool. Well, I I have to say, um, I'm sure in writing the book, it was cathartic in many ways. Um, Not all of us have, I think, the privilege of writing an interesting story about their moms, although I got to think that, and, and just through this podcast, I know everyone has an interesting story. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say again, that if you are looking for a great summer read, really do go by Unapologetic on Amazon. And if you want to find out more about Caroline and and her world and her mom's world and growing up, you can visit her website at www.carolinenadinehelsing.com, or just Google Caroline Nadine Helsing author, and you're going to get all this really really interesting information and just wish you were there to see some of the outfits and
1: um, a shout <laughs> yeah, out I, I post a, uh, there's um I have some social pages I, you know Instagram Facebook and, and YouTube and on Instagram um, especially Instagram and Facebook I, I like to try and post something once a day and I'll post pictures of my mother or the rest of the family so you'll see pictures of her then and now and and excerpts from the book and videos sometimes. So um, kind of an accompaniment to the, the book as you read it.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I love New York because of you know, the kind of world that your mom lived in. And when I mm-hmm. was a little girl, I would kind of dream about that I wanted to live someday and here I am. And uh, at least I'm talking to someone who can <laughs> tell me firsthand or secondhand, um, about that life so really thank you so much for taking the time and um, you know I, I really enjoyed reading the book and and meeting you because it was a really wonderful story
1: I appreciate that
0: thank you you're welcome and take care and have a good summer thank you you too